Hi, welcome back to the AP Reread. I'm here today with Amy, Elizabeth, Julia, and Naomi. And today, for one of our last podcasts of the year, we're going to be talking about what stories meant most. What stories meant most to us as a child? Um, what stories meant most to us? in high school and why and then kind of how we've grown over the year and over the past couple years in high school with these stories um i'm gonna go ahead and start really quick with our first discussion question which is what stories mattered most to you as a child and why um i personally like i read i used to read a lot as a child because that's how i was but i really enjoyed stories that included elements of like fiction with them so any type of like mystery like mythology like showers of the percy jackson series i was super interested in those like as i got like into middle school when i was really little I used to read, I don't remember the name of the author, but other like fictional type books with like storylines, like some element of realism and some element of fiction. And like, I just think those were like interesting and those really kind of like shaped the way almost that I interacted with other people. Um, If any of you online has something to add, go ahead on mute. If you had something to add about how the stories impacted you as a child. All right, Naomi, go ahead. Um, I wanted to agree with you, like fiction, anything that fed into my creative side, because I, I like to call myself an artist, and anything that was really like detailed in um, describing the characters and everything that they're going through, it like inspired me to like it inspired me to continue with uh, drawing and and looking into like I guess illustration at one point. Yeah, I really think that, like, it's not just the text in the book that can be influential for someone. It can also be, like, the imagery and the art. Okay, Elizabeth, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I agree. Percy Jackson was, like, that's all I read. I remember that. And then um, also, when I was thinking of this question, I was thinking of also stories that we heard when we couldn't even read. I remember as a child... Like, this may be more unconventional, but I remember stories I heard from my parents sticking with me. Um, like, just kind of them talking about their day and when they come home and I would just listen. I think this mattered because it was a way for me to learn about the world without, um, in a, like, in a different way. And it was also had that personal touch, obviously, because it came from our parents. And then this was, those stories are obviously more when we were younger and we didn't really read yet. And then, I don't know why, I always remember the hair and tortoise story, and, like, I still remember the slow and steady wins the race. I remember my ch- my parents would read me bedtime stories, and I, I remember that one story, and I feel like I still think about it at times. Yeah, like, I think when we think stories, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, something that we read out of a book. It can also be, like Elizabeth said, like, stories that were passed down from our parents and then like stories such as like almost like what do we call it like nursery rhymes like right would you say like fables because like those also like they have some type of message behind them and I think those messages um really stuck with me as well like the slow and steady wins the race that's a great thing to mention okay Amy do you have anything oh no I agree I think all of those like nursery rhymes and fables I think we all liked them but they also had a point to them like they always taught us like a lesson at the end like example Taurus and the hair slowest wins the race (laughs) 
so you can take your time on things. But honestly, I really liked Percy Jackson too. I liked I read all the Harry Potter books when I was oh, younger. Harry Potter, it was good. And it was I love the fiction books cuz you can almost like it was like a whole like different world you could be in. It was like this whole thing like that wouldn't happen like in your life and I think I found that really interesting. Actually, right, do you have something to add? Um, I guess I'd agree with, like, all of you. I mean, I, when I was little, obviously, like, those stories, like, and fables that we were kind of told, um, meant a lot to me, and, you know, I was always able to kind of get those lessons out of them, even from a young age, but then once I got older, I also, like, um, Maddie really loved reading, and, um, those kind of teen almost adventure type fiction books like Percy Jackson and Harry Potter and then like once you got into like you know Hunger Games and Divergent all those I was like obsessed with all of those books um I don't know I think I liked the idea of these characters kind of being like ordinary kids and teens for the most part but then like they could also save the world and I just I think I always liked that kind of idea and story growing up and you know what little girl didn't like want to be Katniss because they thought she was so cool and those kind of characters I think stuck with me which is why those books were like my favorites to read and it's not that I didn't necessarily like nonfiction and I read occasional nonfiction books and stuff but I don't know I think when you're kind of growing up in in elementary and middle school you want something to read and something to like imagine that's completely different than like the life that you live but you still want to be able to like picture yourself like doing these amazing things which is why like these books about ordinary characters that do like great things and are like descended of Greek gods or have magical powers or something like that were just so entertaining to us yeah I, I quickly want to add I saw Elizabeth you're ready to answer if something I like all of the divergent hunger games all of those like dystopian novels like I started getting super into those probably around sixth grade once I realized that I could read more than oh just a little everything's happy everything's the ending's all gonna be okay versus like these novels that even at like a really young age brought this like they had like a little bit more adult themes like maybe a little bit of romance maybe a little bit of like the feminism female empowerment like this sort of like overbearing government and like I probably didn't realize it when I was reading them at the time but it was really influential to the way that I thought of like reading the way that I thought of like novels like just the way that the story was told and of course another element of literature is like the movies like I would always compare like the books to the movies like the Divergent movies the Hunger Games movies and I thought that was also really like another big point was once you can start comparing literature to what you see in the cinemas. Julia, anything else before we move on to the next question? I uh, I was just gonna say like I agree with you with like the movie thing. I remember I remember when like those movies started coming out and all that. Um Maddie obviously went to middle school together and I remember like because all those books were so popular at the time and we were both so into reading, we'd like both be reading them and then those movies would come out and then it's like the only discussion for like the next however long would be like how the books compared to the movies it was a very serious topic but yeah, yeah. I like it sparked what some, you like, said it sparked some like pretty serious like discussion like it led like 
it, the literature as a child, like, once it went beyond the literature, like, it started preparing us, like, for even what we do now in, like, our high school literature classes, which brings me to our next, like, big discussion point, which is what stories or experiences in your high school class mattered most and why. Um, so in class, like, if we're talking about this year specifically, I want to mention Tori, Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eye, just because of, like, especially with the type of crazy year that it's been like the talking about like racism and the ideas of race and like the themes of race in literature like it kind of um tying that with the outside world I think that's what made it so influential for me was that we were able to talk about the text like within the context of the text and like the literary analysis as well as lead to like some pretty meaningful discussion having to do with um the current events in our um in our world um if you guys had any other books to talk about if you want to build off what i said feel free jump in no i think um that books i really liked in high school i really liked the blues i partly because it puts you in a different position and it makes you think from a different perspective like me personally i live in a mostly white middle class neighborhood the amount of perspectives that are different from that in this world it's almost infinite and I really like books that it makes me think not in like my my position but in something almost completely opposite like such as the bluest eye or even the book that we read just now salvage the bones like that was a completely different perspective that I personally I would never experience but I just always find those really interesting because it makes me consider other people more than myself yeah it kind of brings you it kind of forces you to think of life in another person's perspective okay i saw julia elizabeth whenever you guys go ahead yes okay go ahead yeah i'd agree i i did like the bluest eye a lot and i think reading books like the bluest eye or i know why the huge bird stings and um all these wonderful books i like black authors about like their experiences or like made up experiences that like are authentic to what it's like growing up black or super important for us to read um i do think that like we're moving to a place of like having more inclusivity and like stories in schools and i think that these are books that like obviously we're gonna continue to read for years hopefully um, but yeah, I think like looking back through the years of like books we've read, it's kind of, I was kind of thinking it's like, oh, it's kind of funny because almost none of the books we read are like happy books. <laughs> like they're all pretty sad and serious, which I just think is interesting. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but I don't know. I, it is interesting because I was like thinking back and I was like, oh, I liked all these books, but it was like, they're all really sad and I was like oh but I guess all the books we read about like other characters are also very sad it's interesting how sad the books that we read in literature classes are but I guess most of them are sad because they are teaching us lessons um yeah but I I I agree because like when I if I want something happy I'm not gonna go read a book that we read for class I'm gonna read something outside of class I saw Elizabeth you're unmuted do you want to go ahead and add to that Uh, yeah, I never really thought about 
the fact that every all of the books were set but now that you say that like i can't think of one book that have like a completely happy ending but um i also think i really like the handmaid's tale and that stuck with me because i feel like i don't know why i really like dystopian novels and i remember in 1984 i don't remember if we read that this year or last year or like the summer book but that one was also a dystopian novel and i think what's really interesting about those kind of novels is it's a completely like made up world but you can kind of almost find pieces that like maybe are similar to the world we live in and it kind of it's just kind of like almost like creepy and then another what mattered to me most in high school i don't know if all of you guys took ap lane but last year um and I miss Simos, who she was very like, she gave us a lot of homework all the time and like all these readings. And I feel like in the moment, I was like, why are we doing all this? But then looking back, I realized like how much it taught me, like with the philosophical readings. Like I remember Emerson's, the self reliance one that taught me like about individuality. So I feel like not even just the novels, but the small readings we had also left us, gave us an imprint. Yeah, like, I remember talking about, like, Greta Thunberg last year. Do you remember, you remember that? Like, all, like, the other, like, environmental awareness, like, the topic of, like, human thought. And, like, it also, this, I want to quickly address something else before we move on to our last discussion point. Um, it says, like, stories are experiences in my high school class. I'm just going to keep on the track of, like, English class here. I think, like, when we used to do, I know we did an AP um, Lang that we did, like, mock like we did like Socratic seminars and like I thought it was always pretty interesting I mean you were kind of forced to talk but it was interesting just to hear like everyone's perspective including those who didn't really speak up as much and I found it really interesting to just like have and like share ideas like bounce back ideas with my classmates like open book discussion like beyond like oh the author's saying this the author means this like analyzing literary devices I think the discussion beyond that like more talking about like the topic of the book and then relating it like you guys like you guys said like 1984 like once we started like realizing how much of 1984 was actually in our real lives now it started just become like eerie and like it made English class like interesting so did you guys have anything to add on that topic before we move and we got a couple minutes left here before we move on to our last topic of the day no I totally agree um I really like those Socratic seminars just because um like I feel like as like society we oh I remember it was um dissent or disagreement that we often choose to dissent and just like have different opinions and don't talk about it because we're scared to and I feel like the Socratic seminars were really helpful because they taught us like how to say our opinion without like disrespecting anybody else's and I really enjoyed those yeah um I heard Naomi you were unmuted did you have something to add before we move on here yeah, I wanted to uh, say, like, Socratic seminars were actually, are actually um, not something new to me. I used to do them in middle school a lot, and just thinking, like, of the seminars between middle school and high school, I can kind of see a big progression in, like, how serious the discussions became. Before, it was just, like, our opinions on different scenes in a book, but doing the Socratic seminars in our AP classes, I realized, like, we're, we're connecting it more to real life and more serious issues and how they apply to our lives as well as the lives of others. 
Yeah, um, Julia, did you have one last comment to add before we then move on to our last discussion point of the day? Yeah, I was just going to agree. I also, I really liked Socratic seminars. I was kind of sad last year because in our AP Lang class, at least, we didn't really do them. Um, And I just, I remember we sit there kind of like analyzing the literary devices of different books. And I'm like, all I want to talk about is like why I don't like 1984 and like how I think that these characters could have been written better and like all of that. And then it's like, instead it's like, why did they use like this literary device? And well, I do think that's important. I think that like one way to get people to enjoy reading is to get them actively involved in the materials that they're reading. Um, and I remember like, not that AP Lang was necessarily a bad class. I just didn't like it as much as my different like language classes and years prior because whenever we'd read a book in those classes we'd then spend like the day after reading a section like unpacking everything we'd read and talking about characters and comparing them to like other books of literature and that kind of thing and I would have loved to have those discussions both with like the major books we had with 1984 or also like the readings in class that I enjoyed you know I'm I also liked Emerson and Henry David Thoreau, you know, like I went to the woods to wish deliberately if I had the chance to like unpack that quote and that story in like a classroom setting, I would have absolutely loved it. And I think that those Socratic seminars are like a great learning tool in literature. Yeah, of course. Um, so that about wraps it up for our second segment here today. I know we've just got a few minutes left here, but I wanted to quickly talk about like, how have you grown as a reader, consumer of human experience and like, how do you keep stories, like how do you plan to keep stories or hope to keep stories in literature as a part of your life after high school? Um, when I think of stories, I kind of, when I was thinking about this question, I was like, okay, I'm thinking about like stories beyond just like reading like philosophical and like reading just straight up novels. I'm thinking about like news stories, like stories that I see on TV, stories that I see like on Snapchat, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, like those you always kind of have to take with a grain of salt because you never really know. Like, I think our, like, lit discussion classes have always taught us, like, you never really know truly what's happening or truly what they're thinking, and that's how I'm going to kind of keep these stories, like, around because really stories and, like, literature, that's everywhere, like, no matter what profession you're going into. I don't know if you guys, like, thought of that differently than I did. That's okay. If you want to go ahead, just add, like... Any last-minute comments before we wrap it up here today? That'd be wonderful. Go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to address the other part of the question that's um, have you grown as a reader? And I feel like looking back from freshman year to now, I can really see a difference in my writing and understanding of literature now, as well as my general processing of what goes around on around me. I feel like I've learned not to take things at face value and that there's always a deeper meaning, even if you don't think there is, you just have to like ask the right questions to find that. And as for the future, I agree with what Maddie said. I think that literature and stories especially are all around you. And especially because I'm going into like uh, the sciences, I, I really plan and hope to consistently read because I feel like that helps you stay creative and open-minded. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, you want to say that? Um, yeah, I think um, honestly, the most thing I'll take away from all these books that we read and like that I can use in the future is again just like how to put myself in like other people's perspectives and just kind of be like understanding of that. Like I think 
honestly, that's the biggest takeaway I got from reading all of these books throughout high school. I just hope that I can use that and then use it to benefit, like, my personal, like, relationships and, like, life. Yeah, I want to quickly, I like the part of the question, how it's, like, how you've grown as a reader. I think freshman year, we were kind of, like, forced to um, annotate in the way that they wanted us to annotate. But now, like, when I'm presented with a new text, like, I know how to go about it and, like, read for literature devices. But now I'm, like, kind of reading for my own my own interpretation of the text and like looking for my own meaning within the text and like looking for discussion points like things that I could bring up things that could be debatable things that I might have a different opinion on than others was there anything Julia and Naomi that you wanted to add I know we're kind of out of time for today but if there's anything go ahead unmute put in your last two cents and we're going to about wrap it up for today yeah I just kind of agree I think that like reading something I really enjoy um and it's something I always have but obviously like the more I've read and the older I've gotten it's like the more texts I'm able to read now and have a better understanding of them and I think that that's great because it opens up like a whole new world of books you know there's books I mean I've always been like a relatively strong reader but the more you read, the better reader you are, but also just through analyzing text in class and that kind of thing, it's easier to like interpret, harder to interpret novels and all that. And so it's more exciting to like have opportunities to read even more literature because I think it's a very like comforting thing. And I like the idea of like, when you read, you kind of just get to like slip off into this different world. And yeah, I will continue to read for the rest of my life because it's just always been super fun and comforting and there's always going to be a lot of good books okay great julia thank you naomi any last comments even just a quick sentence or two and then we're going to wrap it up for today okay yeah my experience as a reader before it was always uh, just non-fiction small stories but after being introduced to the different series um books in uh, high school I was able to change my perspective on a lot of different things and I really appreciate that because now I can uh, basically learn new things in real life whether it's in literature or not and be able to understand them from different perspectives and be able to really sympathize with other people and bring in ideas that I've gathered from high school into them. Great. Thank you so much. So that's going to wrap it up for our Capstone podcast for today. Thank you guys for joining me and we'll see you here next time on APV Read.